Hello, and welcome to Saint Stories for Kids, a weekly podcast full of fun stories and facts about the holy men and women that have come before us. I'm your host, Chantal Barros. Saint Stories for Kids is brought to you by Shining Light Dolls. Discover award-winning Catholic dolls, books, and more. Catholic mom designed, Catholic kid approved. Visit www.shininglightdolls.com to learn more and sign up to receive free coloring page printables while you're there. Today we'll be telling the story of St. Martin of Tours, whose feast is celebrated on November 11th. St. Martin was born sometime between the years 316 and 336 in what is now Hungary. His father was a high-ranking Roman soldier, who after retirement received some land in northern Italy where St. Martin grew up. When he was 10 years old, Martin decided to become a catechumen at the local Catholic church, even though his parents were against it. At that point, Catholicism was no longer illegal in the Roman Empire, but it was still something that was looked down upon in upper-class Roman society. At age 15, St. Martin was required as the son of a high-ranking Roman soldier to join the army himself. Martin served in the army for a period of time before deciding that he wanted to be baptized and leave the army for the religious life. Martin became a disciple of Hilary of Poitiers, established a monastery at Le Gouget. St. Martin became the Bishop of Tours in 371, but it was completely against his will. In fact, he was tricked into coming into town, and then when he realized the people had tricked him and wanted to make him the bishop, he ran away and hid. He didn't choose a very good hiding spot, though, a barn full of geese. The geese were so freaked out by the man that had jumped into their barn that they honked and honked and honked until the townspeople found St. Martin and made him the bishop anyway. St. Martin of Tours is the patron saint of beggars, geese, horses, soldiers, winemakers, and against poverty and alcoholism. Now it's time for our story. The wind whipped against St. Martin as he rode his horse through the snow. He pulled his cloak tightly around himself and spurred his horse forward. St. Martin had been stationed in France and he had to report to his commanding officers in the city of Amiens. The wind howled again, blowing snow into Martin's face but he rode on anyway, determined to make it to the city before dark. As he approached the gate, the wind began to die down, and it was easier to see the path in front of him. Near the gate to the city, St. Martin saw a man, a beggar, sitting outside the city wall. The man looked terrible. He was very thin and shaking, barely wearing any clothing at all. St. Martin was shocked. How this man was even alive in this kind of weather was beyond comprehension. Without even thinking, St. Martin jumped off his horse, took off his cape, and drew his sword. The poor man looked startled at the appearance of a Roman soldier, but before he could speak, St. Martin cut his own beautiful Roman cloak in half and wrapped the poor man in it. The warmth of the cloak and the kindness of the gesture instantly helped the man. Martin wrapped himself in the smaller half of the cloak, got back on his horse, and rode on, not wanting to be late for his appointment. That night, as St. Martin slept, he had a vision. In his dream, Jesus appeared to him wearing the half of the cloak St. Martin had given to the beggar, and Jesus was surrounded by angels. Jesus looked towards the angels and said, Martin, who was still but a catechumen, clothe me with this robe. And with that, Martin woke up. St. Martin was so struck by this vision of Jesus that he decided to be baptized right away. This encounter with the beggar, or Jesus, had such an impact on St. Martin that it changed the course of his life forever. The story of St. Martin of Tours reminds us the words of Jesus, whatsoever you do for the least of my people, that you do unto me. And here's a fun fact. 
The half cloak of St. Martin of Tours was considered to be a very special and valuable relic, so much so that a special name was given to the priest who cared for the cloak in its reliquary. The priest was called a capilanu, which means little cloak in Latin. And ultimately, all priests that served in the military were called capilani. The French translation was chaplain, which from the English word chaplain is derived. Another word that came about because of St. Martin's cloak is the word chapel. The little churches built to hold a cloak were called capella, the word for little cloak, which became chapel. Amazing. St. Martin of Tours, pray for us. Thank you for joining us today, and we hope you enjoyed the story. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast, tell a friend, and reviews are always appreciated. Until next time.